This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. I know a lot of you are new listeners to this podcast, but I often forget that a lot of you may also be new beginning investors as well. And I was reminded of this on Twitter the other day when one of you wrote me and wanted to know, um, you know, should you be starting to invest right now? Um, and what do you do if you want to start to invest? So these are some good questions. Should you even be buying stocks right now? After all, there's all these articles on a lot of the financial websites saying that, you know, a stock market crash is coming, uh, the the bears are going to roar, there's going to be a 60% correction. I saw that one the other day. So for new investors, it's an interesting question. What should you do? So I put together five tips for new investors. These apply to any kind of investor, not just the value investors. But um, I think anybody can uh, can uh, use these. And it's good even if you're not a beginning investors to be reminded of some of these tips as well. So tip number one is it doesn't take a lot of money to start investing. There are now a lot of different apps out there, like Acorn, for instance, where you can just invest these small amounts. You can put your spare change in it. So if you're nervous about investing at all um, and you don't really trust yourself yet, you can start off small. So tip number one is don't worry that you don't have a lot of money because it doesn't take much to actually start. Tip number two An easy way, I feel, to get your feet wet through investing is to start doing it through like a company 401k plan. So if your employer offers one and you're not yet in it, see if you can start up. Again, usually it doesn't take much money to start up into the 401k. It's what you decide to put in. If your company has a match for it, even better, because that's some free money you can get where, you know, you put in $100 a month and your employer matches a certain percentage of that, you'll take it, right? So, Start there. Um, usually these kinds of funds or these plans have uh, mutual funds in them, so you won't necessarily be doing stocks in there. But this is a good way to get your feet wet and just to learn how to be an investor during all different kinds of market conditions because you'll be putting the money in. Some months uh, you'll see it going up. Some months you might not. So it gets you kind of used to the ebbs and flows of the stock market. Uh, Tip number three is, let's say you're ready to buy some individual stocks. You've already done maybe the 401k thing and now you're ready to move on, but you're scared about which ones to do or even what to do. So sometimes having too much choice can be really overwhelming. Zacks, for instance, covers 4,400 stocks on our Zacks rank. That's a lot of choices. If you just go to our website and you're like, what do I do? Which stock is it? And there's even more if you're outside of the Zacks rank that you could choose from. So I have a couple of suggestions uh, for ways to narrow down the list of stocks that you might want to invest in. And the first one is to use the Zacks rank to narrow the list. I've talked about this before on various podcasts. But um, you could start by using the Zach's number one strong buy list. There's usually anywhere between, I don't know, about 215 to 240 stocks that are number ones at any given time. Remember, it changes daily. So the list and the number will will 
vary depending on when you run the screen. But at least with the Zacks number ones, you should get rising earnings estimates. And, um, you know, as investors, we want those earnings to be going up, especially if you're a long-term investor, you want to buy into companies where they're growing their business. You want to buy business that are crushing it. So the Zacks rank, even though it's a short-term recommendation, is a way to narrow down the list to some of those companies that are really seeing an increase in what the analyst estimates are. It doesn't necessarily mean there's big earnings growth there because I've talked about that in the past too and shown you some examples of that, but at least the earnings estimates are moving in the right direction. So one way to narrow it is through the Zach's rank. A second way is to kind of buy what you know. And this can sometimes lead you down the wrong path. So you do have to be careful if you're using this method. Um, I found this out myself a couple of years ago because I discovered not everybody loved Lobster Fest at the Red Lobster. You know, it's actually going on right now at the Red Lobster. Lobster Fest um, wasn't as popular with everyone else, maybe only with me. This was a couple of years ago when it turned out Red Lobster the company, the business was actually struggling. So um, just because the store you go to is really crowded doesn't mean all the other ones in the chain are. So you really have to do your homework if you have a buy what you know prospect on the list. So another good example of that on the on the restaurant side is um, Shake Shack. I get a lot of tweets from people saying, oh, there's these huge lines at their flagship, you know, restaurant in New York City or the one down the street from me in Brooklyn is crowded all the time. But the ones here in Chicago aren't so much. And if you if you listen to the conference call, you'll find out even more details there. So so you have to be cautious if you're buying what you know, but I also say to trust your gut. You know when a company is doing something right, right? So here in Chicago, especially this winter slash spring, which is now still winter, you can kind of tell how many Canada goose coats are around the streets now versus even one or two years ago. Um, just stuff like that. It, you know, you know your own instincts. So, um, Go with that. And I've also found for beginning investors, it's a lot more fun to own stocks of companies you know and like. So maybe, you know, you might even want to combine buying what you know with the use of the Zacks rank, like look for ones and twos on the companies you you like, stuff like that in order to narrow down your list of companies you're interested in. And then my tip number four, once you've narrowed that down, is to actually buy more than one stock. One stock is not going to cut it. Um, it may be that you pick one stock that's like a great choice and it soars. So maybe a year ago you decided to buy Netflix, right? Or maybe even three months ago. <laughs> now you look like a genius and you're like, oh, investing, it's so easy. I can do this every time. Or, you know, that is working out for you for right now. But one stock simply isn't enough to be diverse because if something happens and inevitably with all companies, something it just does. Something happens um, where the stock might sell off or the overall stock market decides to do the correction, which we've just been seeing over the last couple of months here. Then uh, you're not diverse enough to weather that storm. So definitely you need to be in more than one. Okay. And then moving on to tip number five. Um, this is a final tip. 
and I like to call it Make Luck Happen. So that's the title of a book I recently read. And I, I like the title, which is why I picked it up. But it argues that there's no such thing as being lucky, if if that makes any sense. I know some of you don't believe that. So the actor who um, goes on to movie stardom, he might say in an interview that it was luck that got him into that first role in that movie. When if you actually dig a little deeper, the reality is that he decided to move from Dallas to Los Angeles. He slept on the friend's couch. He waited the tables. He drove for Uber. Those things allowed him to go on the audition. He had 10 failed auditions where he didn't get anything. Finally, lo and behold, he gets this one part, this big breakthrough part that propels him on in the rest of his career. But that's not luck. That audition never would have happened if that actor had decided to stay in Dallas, right? Because there really aren't a lot of auditions for major motion pictures in Dallas, most likely. So he made that luck happen. And um, I think you can do the same thing with investing. But the key to investing and making your luck happen is just a simple thing. You have to start. You're not going to be one of the early investors in a company like a Netflix or an Amazon if you never buy that stock. So same way, you're never going to be a movie star if you don't go on that audition. It starts basically, as simple as it sounds, by starting. So this leads to the other question a lot of people had, and that is, is it too late to invest now, now that you have these tips? Um, you know, the bull market's been going on for a couple of years now. We're back near record highs again. We're at record earnings. Again, all those headlines out there, the crash is coming, the doom. No, everything's overvalued. And I consulted my Magic 8-Ball because these are vital questions. I have to consult it. And it's told me it's cloudy. <laughs> so basically what that means is no one knows anything. It's cloudy. It can't tell anything. And if anyone else says they know where the stock market's going or what it's going to do, they're basically lying because no one knows. If we knew, obviously I'm not telling anyone else. I'm just <laughs> putting as much money in there or taking as much money out, depending on what it's telling me. Um, and so basically, no, you know that that's not true. No one knows where it's going. But if I didn't buy stocks every time there were it hit new highs, I would never have bought anything over the last, say, 75 years. So, yeah, sure, there's been tough times in there. There's been big bear markets in there. A um, lot of investors, you know, bought and sold during all of these big events. That's why I do recommend dollar cost averaging, If especially if you're nervous right now. Put a little bit in every month. Don't put it all in at once. Um, that then if stocks pull back in the correction like we just had, you know, the last several weeks, you're getting in a little bit cheaper and, um, you know, that makes you feel better as an investor. So those are the tips. And that's my advice for right now with these market conditions. And of course, again, the most important one out of those five tips I feel is number five is to make the luck happen and to just start investing. Now, moving on to some stock picks, because always in the value investor, I have to have some stock picks. I thought I would help out people who want to get into some value stocks and they're not sure where to go by screening for the Zach's number one ranks. But I also screen for the Zach style score of the value. 
Um, and I, I screened for that in A. So we have three style scores in addition to the rank. We have value, growth, and momentum. So if you really like a certain type of stock of any of those three, that style of investing, then this is useful for you. And it, it has ranks anywhere from like A, B, C, D. I think it has an F. So basically the American school, um, you know, grading system. So A is the top and then everything goes down from there. So you want to buy the A's. So I screened for value equal A and the number one rank. Now there are 221 stocks right now that have that number one rank. And then um, with the A score that returned 45 stocks. Now remember... The value style score isn't like the classic value um, and that's it because I can screen for that separately. So it's not just PE, price to sales. It also compares stocks in the same sector to their peers and it, it compares the value with within peers. So I find that helpful because sometimes there's a stock that's cheap in its industry that I might be interested in. So again, I got 45 stocks. Now, a lot of these we've talked about already because the Zach's number one ranks, um, while they do and can change daily right now, right as earnings season is getting started, a lot of companies haven't reported yet. Their estimates haven't been changed. So this list is a little, um, I guess you can describe it as stagnant right now. It won't be in about you know, a week even, but right now it's a little bit um, holding the same names we've seen, especially on the value side, because um, it's hard to get those cheaper stocks in there with the number one ranks. But um, I brought a couple of newer names today and a couple of our old time favorites. And I'm going to tell you which ones, you know, you can kind of substitute because they're in the same similar areas. So the first one is actually a name I've talked about even recently. Himor Company, ticker is CC. This is the chemical company that was spun off from DuPont. They still have the PE of 9.5. They're an A for value. They have an A for growth. They got a D for momentum. So apparently the shares aren't going anywhere. Earnings growth of 40%. They're reporting on May 3rd. So you're um, going to hear from them soon. But if you're looking on the chemical side, I still really do like this company. So that's Hemours CC. And then a second company is in the department store realm. Now we've talked about Macy's many times, ticker Macy's M. But if you want something a little different, you might want to consider Dillard's. That's DDS is that ticker. They have 268 stores, 25 clearance centers. They sell online. They are an A for value, obviously, because I screened for that. A for growth and an A for momentum, plus the number one rank. So this is like the ultimate of the Zaxiness. And they have basically the highest scores you could have on all the Zacks, the style scores, and the rank. So that's pretty impressive. The P is about 13. They're expected to grow earnings uh, this fiscal year, 21%. And um, they pay a dividend. It's just 0.5%. And comparing that to Macy's, which we know is that huge dividend, that one is at 525. Um, they did just announce a share repurchase plan, a $500 million share repurchase plan. Uh, I didn't dig into it, but that might be related to the tax cuts of some sort, but that's a good announcement. They haven't confirmed their earnings yet, but it should be probably mid-May because that's when they have done it in the past. So Dillard's DDS, if you don't want to uh, buy the Macy's, which is still cheap as well, um, Macy's with the M ticker. And then moving on to the technology side, 
of course, every week we have to have the king of the cheap technology stocks, Micron, MU. But I know you're bored with it, right? You are. I know I am too. So as an alternative to Micron, which does remain the number one and has the value of A, is Western Digital, WDC. They're in the data storage side. They also got the number one rank, the value of A, and their growth style score is a B, and momentum is also a B, which is quite strong as well. So they're cheap as well, not quite as cheap as Micron, but uh, I'm not going to complain at 6.5 as the PE there. And they are expecting Earnings growth fiscal 2018 of 52%. Now next year, fiscal 2019, which starts in the second half of this year, calendar year, they see a decline, the analysts, of about 12% on the earnings. Uh, So you can start to say, oh, Tracy, this could be a value trap of some kind. But those estimates are starting to move higher already. So this is one, like Micron actually, where Micron 2 has a little bit weaker for fiscal 2019 where you have to start to watch those uh, earnings reports and the conference calls and see what the guidance is looking like. So they're reporting on April 26th after the market closes. So if you're interested, you should be tuning in to see what it is they have to say on the forward look here. Um, Dividend, I don't know if I mentioned that. Um, Dividend is 2.2%, which is pretty solid as well for one of these tech companies. So If you already own Micron or you're just like, meh, I've had enough of it and I don't want to be over there anymore, Western Digital WDC is a good alternative. So let me repeat the stocks again because I know everybody is always interested and you don't always catch them. Um, Hemores is the chemical company. I don't have an alternative this time. Sorry for this one. But that's CC. Dillard's, DDS, and then Macy's, which has the same similar... um, Zach's rank and value score. Macy's is the M. Then we're going to have Micron, if you're not sick of it or don't already own it, ticker MU, and Western Digital WDC is kind of the new one to watch on the tech side. And I, again, encourage all the new investors out there to just get started. Make your luck happen. Start with small amounts. And if you're nervous about pullbacks or that kind of thing, dollar cost average every month, small amounts, or start with one of the apps that allows you to do that, like Acorn. Um, I think they have like the ETFs and all of that over there. That's a good way to get get your foot in the door or through your 401k or an IRA that you can also set up on a lot of these easy uh, trading platforms these days. But um, I love investing and I encourage everybody to kind of be out there and exploring it as well. So be sure to join us here every week. We'll have more stock ideas for all of you value investors out there. And you can now get us on Spotify. So if you have a Spotify account and you're listening to your music over there, they have a lot of podcasts, including The Value Investor and The Market Edge, plus all of Zach's other podcasts are now on Spotify. So you can get us over there as well. So be sure to subscribe there or on SoundCloud or on iTunes. I guess we're everywhere now. And I'll be back again next week with some more value stocks.